Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Jack Besh, LSU wide receiver, hits the transfer portal. Who follows him? If anybody. We'll talk on that tonight. Uh, look, guys, I mean, you're building to a national title. When you have guys like Keyshawn Booty returning, I do believe that there will be others that return with him. Uh, that maybe, maybe, not saying you don't believe that they won't, but maybe you don't think is coming back. Maybe some of them follow Kayshawn Booty, but nevertheless, Jack Besh uh, is entering the portal. We will touch on that here tonight, gearing up for that title run. Guys, there are some things that I'm hearing out and about in reference to how LSU is building. You know, look, I think as of today, now 1,100 kids have hit the transfer portal somewhere in that nature. Good googly moogly. I, I, I think LSU can build back. They are going to close the gap on Georgia quicker than maybe some anticipate. Maybe some anticipate. So I'm going to give my thoughts why I believe LSU is completely gearing up for that title run. We'll talk here tonight. Memphis Spence, your favorite, one of your favorites, along with Carter the Bauer Bryant, joins us here at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We always get into a lot of things with Memphis. It's been good to kick it around and talk with him in reference to everything that's going on around college football, 
Oh, and I forgot to add this. Uh, guys, we will start the show. Producers, um, leave now, if you may. Uh, but we will start the show over, uh, with the Rafino's rants. Today, uh, AYS battled the USC faithful. So we will add a Rafino's rants into this to start off the show as uh, I have asked Lindell White, our good buddy. I still love Lindell. Um, and I was told the feeling is mutual. Um, but there's a debate out there about Caleb Williams. I'm going to say my piece here today is we have the Heisman Trophy award ceremony coming up here in the next couple of days. I'm going to give my piece stats. Don't, I don't look at the stats always when I look at who I believe should win the Heisman. Nevertheless, um, it kind of went a little viral today on my beliefs of what I would do and what, what I said that really pissed off some USC fans and two, that point, let me just start off by apologizing to absolutely freaking nobody. We do what we want here. I mean, look at Pooh Bear. You can't see him. He's wearing a damn Christmas hat. He... I don't know if Pooh, you know, Pooh's family watches this, so I'm going to be careful what I say here. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I don't want Pooh to get. I don't want Pooh to get mad at me. And you got Zach. <laughs> Looking like he should be in the movie F Fury, Brad Pitt. Anywho, anywho, we Zach, Pooh Bear, and Blake apologizes to nobody for what we say. The champs do what they want, damn it. So we will touch on Caleb Williams and the viral stuff that went here today. So, oh, good, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. Lucy, DM him. I, I mean, look, this guy right here. This guy right here, you see Zach? This guy right here, he's single. Zach, are you ready? Are you ready to mingle? Lucy wants it. I'm down. Jesus Christ. <laughs> your daddy watches this show. I talked to your daddy yesterday, too, by the way, Zach. He says, Blake, why is my son getting home so late? I'm like, Pastor, how in the hell am I supposed to know? Yeah, Lucy be on it. Lucy be on it. Um, so let's get to a couple comments before we get started. Lars Carville. Uh, I think it's Pooh. Lo Lucy loves. About to hit the portal. <laughs> All right. Move on from Lucy. She's, you know, uh, Lars, Car Lars Carville says Jane Daniels is frustrating to watch sometimes. Okay. Uh, David says, do we lose Howard now that Bash is in the portal? We'll touch on that. If you, if you ask me later in the show, Penn Jones says, Caleb Williams lacks character. <sighs> Penn, quite honestly, it's, it's a lot as to why me and Lindell White got into it today. If he has, he look, talk to him. Um, He's, he knows he's more than welcome to debate it. But you can't go out there, in my opinion, with your fingernails painted saying, fuck Utah. And think that there's not consequences for your actions. If he would, have, if he, if he would not have done that, I would say, yes, vote him for Heisman. I'm not going to play that. And it's my opinion. It's just my opinion. Carville, again, says Alabama players hitting the portal because Nick Saban acted like a clown begging for a playoff spot. Lars, that is not the reason why they're hitting, they're hitting the portal. That is not even remotely close. 
Not even remotely close. Josh says uh, on Facebook, do we have a chance to get Nicholas Harbor? I think that you have a chance. The ultimate question of is how big of a chance is that? I know that Michigan is heavily involved. You know, some have said South Carolina is is inching into that. Now uh, uh, the Bell, their tight end, has hit the portal. Um, I, I don't, you know, well, you know what? You know what? What I would tell you is subscribe to the AYS Network. We've had, guys, we've had 117 people subscribe to the AYSSnetwork.com slash forum over the last two days. 117. Unreal, man. Unreal. Thank you. We're blessed. So we're going to continue to have fun with it. Uh, Chad says, if stats were everything about, or or everything, shouldn't uh, Zappy have won the Heisman after breaking Burroughs' TV record? Well, you know. I'm not going to say that, but you know, stat, look like C.J. Stroud and K, you know C.J. Stroud should be number two in this, and I don't think he I don't think he gets number two. Lamar Williams, big pressure in the building, says Zach should be in a Grease movie remake. He does look like John Travolta. Staying alive, staying alive, ha 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 ha. There are a lot of things that Zach looks like right now that I'm this I, I can't, you know. Anywho, Jeremy Hyde says, let's go, Blake, since 499 via Super Chat. Thank you so much for sending that, Jeremy. We greatly appreciate it. Everybody that sends us Super Chats and stars on Facebook, we appreciate it. Um, if I look like JT, I, I'm assoming this is, he means Justin Timberlake. This is, Pooh would never say this. I, I'm good with it. You don't look like Justin Timberlake. You look like... Uh, you look like Zach Afron without the new teeth and the new and the new, and the fake abs. And don't say, "Come on, man!" I can read your lips. I'm trained. I'm a trained professional. I'm a trained professional. All right, a couple more, then we'll get rolling. Uh, oh, by the way, did y'all see the Saints last night, bro? Fire Dennis Allen. Did y'all watch the Saints last night? Me and my wife have season tickets. I'm not going to another one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, nope. Mm-mm. We're selling, I'm selling the rest of the season. I'm not going to another fucking game. Not, not another game. I'm not, I'm not doing it. All right, last one, then we'll get rolling. Dustin Jenkins says, ask Blake. Blake, I don't think all three quarterbacks come back. If JD5 returns, does not hit us at the portal. If JD5 leaves, I think Nuss comes back. Thoughts, insight. I just wanted to reread that. I don't think you're wrong. You know, I don't. I. I, I don't think you're wrong um, on some of it. Um, but what if? Let's get to that after the break. I mean, because guys, this isn't gonna. You know, this isn't gonna stop. Um. All right, this is Pooh. Pooh Bear says, "What's that movie about the Cowboys in the mountains?" Oh, Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Says that fits Zach. God, Pooh, you know that's about you know. Um. <laughs> oh, Pooh, the 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 uh, the producers are gonna fight after the show. Uh, Thad says, Blake, what's the best website to follow recruiting? AYSSnetwork.com. AYSSnetwork.com, and right behind that is TigerBait.com. They're kind of equal. That's what I believe. Cedric Ross says, ask Blake, do you think we'll get any players out of the portal? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. We'll talk about that out of the break. All right, let's do this, guys. Let's get to it. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. So many of you are, are, are tuning in to us on Facebook. We greatly appreciate it. Hit the like and share. Share those Facebook groups. Share to your social media pages. Guys, and we're, we're so close to getting 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. Like, subscribe, notification bell, all of that good stuff. Do us a favor by doing that. Um, we greatly appreciate you joining there. XM Radio, TuneIn app. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe as well. Shout out to our good friends over at Believe Radio and XM Radio as well. All right, let's do, our, let's do this. Let's pay these bills. We'll be back in one minute. Talk about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Our good buddies over at GM Varno and Sons. We return. You're not going to want to miss Rafino's Rants, Rafino's Rants, Jack Best. Does anybody enter with him after this? We'll talk about it next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Full Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafina, sit you on by. All right, Jeremy Hyde said he just subscribed. Fire. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you so much for subscribing to the, uh, the message board. All right, let's get into this because we got a lot to get into, so let's roll through it. Rick says, just because Jack entered the portal doesn't mean he's gone, right? That does mean that technically he could end up staying. Uh, Rick, let me say this, uh, and I, I mean this holistically. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I mean this in the utmost respect to Jack Besh. Number one, I, I, I appreciate Jack Besh for everything that he's done for LSU. It's very tough what he's going through. You know, this season alone, you know, Jack has had concussions. He's had a leg fracture. I mean, he, he's had so much. And Jack's in a sticky situation. Sometimes, even though I disagree with this, I believe that Brian Kelly fully believes in Mike Denbrock and Cortez Hankton that Jack might be a little bit out of, um, not just not a perfect fit at times for what it is that they want to do. Look at the look at the recruits and look at the guys that they're going to get out of the portal. Look at the guys that they're getting out of the portal and out of high school. Let's look at. The guys that they have committed in high school right now, Shelton Sampson, tall guy, but extremely fast. Great hands can come down with it. Um, Kyle Parker from Lovejoy, who's probably the biggest steal on this 
uh, LSU commitment list, if you go watch his film, is absolutely ridiculous. And then obviously you have Jalen Brown who can just take the top off. He kind of reminds me of Deshaun Jackson at times when you watch him play. Maybe not as physical and maybe doesn't have just the outright elite explosiveness, but that's him. Jack Besh, if you noticed, is more is a wide rec- is a t- you know he's a tight end in a wide receiver's body. He's a tight end in a wide receiver's body, and nevertheless, nevertheless, it's not Jack's fault. Now we had a question earlier about um, Walker Howard. Does he enter? Because him and Jack, I don't know. What I will tell you this, and this is the ultimate thing before we get to this Rafino's rents, the ultimate thing about Brian Kelly and the recruiting or the recruiting, recruiting your own players and the quarterback situation. Let me make this very well known. If you're going to make a hundred million dollars guaranteed, ninety million dollars guaranteed, whatever it was, I think it was ninety million dollars, it is his job to execute at a high level what happens with the quarterback position. If it's me and Jane Daniels does return to LSU. I am not playing him in the bowl game. I, JD's giving you way uh, far and then enough to where you don't have to run him out there for a meaningless bowl game. Well, Blake, we need to get to 10 wins. I agree with you. I would love for us to get to 10 wins. Not on the back of hurting what could be your starting quarterback a season ago or, or in a season from now in less than, let's just call it because we're in December, in less than seven months or eight months. No, I don't want Jaden running out there in a bowl that doesn't mean a damn thing. Now, what do you do? What do you do with Walker Howard and, ja- and Garrett Nussmeyer? So the question becomes, do you let them battle it out during bowl practices? Because in my opinion, in my opinion, Walker Howard's not a freshman anymore. He's not a freshman anymore. And and I've said this on the show and I will continue to say it. When it comes to all around quarterback talent, arm strength, accuracy, just being a quarterback I think that Walker Howard has the most talent than all three of the quarterbacks. That does not mean he will be the best quarterback, though. You get paid a lot of money to figure out exactly what you need to do. I will say this. There will be things that you hear, and this is the last thing I'm going to say as of tonight, unless something happens. The last thing I will say, and I think that it... it, it, I want you to really, really listen. So whatever you're doing, stop. Listen. And I mean this a lot. Whatever's going to be best for LSU, not just for next season, but in the future, you roll with it. You roll with it. So regardless of what your opinions may be, your opinions mean nothing when it comes to the future of LSU. Roll with who you know is going to lead you to a promised land. So I, I, I will end it with that one. I will end it with that one. Jack Bash going to the portal, it stinks. But, it, you know, 
as the old saying goes in the state of Louisiana, as much as and look, Pooh Bear Zach, I said this last Thursday, did I not? Or two, or Wednesday, did I not? I said there was going to be guys that you think are LSU dudes through and through. They're going to hit the portal. We talked about that on Wednesday at, at probably what guys seven minutes, probably seven, five to seven minutes. We talked about guys that you know and you 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 felt as if are LSU dudes that will hit the portal. Jack Bash enter, enters today. I don't know where he's going. Florida makes a little bit of sense because of the connection that Billy Napier has with individuals in the state of Louisiana. I, I don't think that LSU is in a position where they have to go out there and legitimately recruit Jack Besh back to come to this team. You have Shelton Sampson coming. What does LSU do in the portal? You have Jalen Brown coming, which will have a massive recruiting piece on the network on, on our website tomorrow. I talked to three recruits today. Three recruits today talking about Brian Kelly and recruiting and being an LSU Tiger. You have a massive amount of recruits coming in. Sucks for Walker it's because that's his best friend. Sucks for Jack Besh. I'm sure he wanted to always be an LSU Tiger. But yeah. But yeah. Um, Adam says and Dwayne says, Nuss is the guy. It's funny because we got Nuss is the guy. And then we got Adam Keane says, Nuss is a turnover machine. It's a 50-50 in the fan base. It's a 50-50. Regardless of what you believe, it doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter if you believe. What, what is Brian Kelly's stance here? Because there isn't anybody in that, on that team right now that I've seen that, you know, if you it just raw, I'm talking about unadulterated raw talent better than 14. Throwing the football. There's not one. There's not one. Let's see what happens here. Let's see Let's see what happens. Nevertheless, though, nevertheless, I want to get to two things very quickly. Number one, um, number one. So if you missed it today, um, it, it kind of went viral. So I, I do want to mention it. I don't want to spend long on it, but I do want to mention it. Today, myself and Lindell White got into a little bit of an altercation in reference to Caleb Williams. Now, this morning I said, and if you missed it, if you didn't watch the Pac-12 championship game, the USC quarterback, the five-star quarterback, Caleb Williams, painted his fingernails. Yeah, the, you, you're listening to me right. Painted his fingernails, and on one finger it says, fuck. And on the other, on the, uh, other hand, I should say, one hand said F. The other hand said Utah. I have a problem with that. You can say Blake is, you know, acting, can, you know, oh, he, get off my lawn and Blake doesn't like the kid and Blake's soft and Blake just doesn't like the kid. It's bullshit. And to every USC fan that was in my DMs today that was ripping me alive on Twitter, I don't hate Caleb Williams, but repercussions have to happen. When you write fuck Utah on your fingernails, I don't care if you've been doing it since Oklahoma, I don't care. In the game of sport, you have to have a level of respect for your opponent. And quite honestly, you wrote F Utah on your nails and you got hurt and they kicked your ass. Is Caleb Williams more than likely going to win the Heisman on Saturday? Yep. Yep. Does he deserve it of the integrity of the ward? No. So to Lindell White, to Caleb Williams, who liked the tweet, to to everybody 
who thinks that Caleb Williams deserves to be the Heisman Trophy contender, in my opinion, I wouldn't give it to him. I think Malik, I mean Malik, I think Hendon Hooker got snubbed. I think Max Dugan, Stetson Bennett, whoever, CJ Stroud, whoever. You can't do stuff like that. I don't give a shit if he had 37 touchdown passes, Lindell. I, I really don't. I don't care what Pete did and didn't allow. But if Caleb Williams and Lindell White are going to like to tweet and quote tweet us about who I believe should win the Heisman, I don't care. You can't write. You Listen to this. It's the same thing about this, and I made this comparison. Do you remember a season ago when uh, when Ed Orgeron and LSU went to, to UCLA and Ed Orgeron's walking through the Rose Bowl and a UCLA fan, UCLA fan is heckling Ed Orgeron and said something about him having sex with blonde women, and Ed Orgeron looks up and says, why don't you take come down here and take that sissy blue shirt off? The, the LA media went bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S went bananas. But what they don't go bananas over is a guy that's got an NIL deal from uh, from Beats by Dre and a guy that paints it, a guy, a man that paints his fingernails and writes fuck Utah on him. There's levels to this. You can go out there all you want and write and do whatever you want. But you have to take the consequences and the repercussions for your actions for people who may or may not be Heisman voters. Memphis Spence joins us in five minutes. I don't know if he's a Heisman voter or not. But I'm going to ask Memphis, the first question out of the gate, Memphis, would you would you vote for an individual who's actively out there on the field saying F his opponent by painting his fingernails because I'm not voting for him. And you can't make me do it. Well, Pete, well, Pete, Pete doesn't. Pete can't make make me do anything. There's a level of professionalism, and here's the multiple. Here's the biggest thing: when you put that uniform on, and, 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 you know I'm gonna sound like uh, Herman Boone from Remember the Titans. When you put that Titan uniform on, you come to work. You don't fucking write "F Utah" on your fingernails. There's a level of respect that comes to this game that I love. Well, Blake, they curse on the field. You're damn right. I played the game. High school, college, it doesn't matter. What I'm not doing, what I'm not doing is the name on my back and the name on my front means more, means more in the respect level of what you're portraying than anything else. Blake, you're wearing LSU and you're saying the F word. I don't represent LSU. I I represent the little three-year-old that runs around here every day saying mama whipped him because he won't listen. I represent my wife. I represent my family. I represent this business. On the top pinned tweet of Caleb Williams' Twitter, it says, I'm not about business. I'm business, man, or whatever it is that he says. Sounds good, but you individualize yourself. You want to come at USC fans and Lindell, you want to come after me, you better bring the heat. Let's roll with it. I love my dude Lindell. I love Lindell White more than you know. More than you know. Levels. All right. What else were we getting to? <laughs> we got a lot of we got a lot of comments, but I <laughs> Caleb Williams can kick the road for all level of respect. When you put that Titan uniform on, you come to work. 
You know that's the first movie I watch August the 1st every year? Ask my wife. It's the first movie I watch. I go full Herman Boone on people. Full Herman Boone on people. Boy, you don't get blood on my uniform. <laughs> she, Megan gets mad because I quote that movie like 600 times a day. You pick this ball up. <laughs> anyway. God, I love that movie so much. I wish I would have known Herman Boone. In, I, I wish I would have met Herman Boone in person. You know how they ask people, you know, if, if you could, if you could have, if you could have dinner with some people, like if there's three people you can have dinner with, it's my grandfather that I never met. And one of them's Herman Boone. That movie, uh, it's kind of out there, but I, I loved it. All right, America Bash said Bash originally committed to Vandy. I'm guessing he can go there just to guess. I, it'd be interesting to see how much Florida gets involved with Jack Besh. Very interesting to see how how involved Group of Five Billy Napier, who can't win in the SEC yet, gets involved with um, Jack Besh. Lars Carville says, Jane Daniels is not going to be better next year. He's peaked, in my opinion. I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. Here, here's, here's the thing. Lars, I, I double-dog dare you. I double dog dare you to go to watch just the highlights of Jane Daniels LSU in the first half. Here's the truth: if you're Ohio State, you're you're jumping for a little bit of joy. Look, and I'm, I'll ask Memphis this: LSU exposed Georgia's defense. They exposed them. Truth be told, Ohio State has more depth than LSU. Do they have overall talent? Jane Daniels ripped them alive. Guys, Jane Daniels had 208 passing yards in the first half, and you want to come in here and tell me that he had a bad half? Blake, you only scored 10 points. Sounds good. Sounds good. You should have gone it. You should have gone into half 21 to 10. Not 35 to 10. That's not all on him. It's not all on him. Oh, God. Uh, Jamie Hodges says Denver Harris question mark. Look. Kind of on the same lines, not as much, though, to me. It, it, you know, there comes a fine line, right? Like, there becomes a fine line of, if you don't know who Denver Harris is, he's a Texas A&M defensive back. He posted on Instagram him speeding through a parking lot, could have killed somebody. You know, it was right, widely reported that there might have been an incident with him in the locker room and, and, and the little green leaf that's smokable. So, no, I, I mean – you know, there's a culture that's being built. And this is the last thing that I want to say to, before I got to, to Memphis Spencer. We're getting to him in just a second. Is you're building towards a title, right? You've got Kayshawn Booty coming back. You have some other guys that we know that might, that you know, it's looking really good that they're coming back and that the team is, is really building on that they want to win a national title. With that all being said, with that all being said, Brian Kelly knows what he's doing by recruiting his own team to return, going out there and adding a massive amount of high school pieces, and they're going to get probably eight to ten guys in the transfer portal to you to get to the 85. Guys, LSU is going to be a problem next year. I guarantee you that. And if Memphis Spence, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get on him about this. If he doesn't have LSU in his top seven, and he, I want him to put LSU at seven to begin the season. If Memphis Spence does not put LSU at number seven to start the season, he's never allowed back. <laughs> never allowed back. I won't let him. 
You know what I'll do? I might call his wife and say, Mrs. Spence, Memphis is being mean. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get to him. Let's talk about our good friend, Carol Falls over at State Farm. Uh, we'll get to him now, but let me talk about our good friends over at Synergy Resources, Synergy Resources, LLC. Go to their website today, SynergyRESLLC.net. That's SynergyRESLLC.net. Pipes, hoses, fittings, they do it all. Looking for some jobs, looking for employment. Give them a call today and ask our good friend Tully. Again, that's Synergy Resources. Connect with them at SynergyRESLLC.net. Let them know that Blake Rafino sent you on by. Carol Falls, 45 seconds. Memphis Spence, next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back. Oh, I forgot to bring him up. If you don't have LSU in your top seven in the beginning of next year, me and you have a problem. Memphis Spence, what? what's happening? What? <laughs> it, I come on the show and you hold me hostage? Yes. The first thing you do is hold me hostage? Okay, Blake. All right. Yes, it's what we Listen, do. It's what LSU we do. LSU may get there on their own merits, but... Like I tell everybody, I'm not somebody who roots for somebody or doesn't root some for somebody. I'm somebody who gives credit where credit is due. Even when I'm trying to, I'm always trying to look through the nonsense. Like, you know, oh, Brian Kelly's dancing. Does that mean he can't coach? You know, stuff like that. Like, if, if, if they're a top 10 team, they'll be in my top 10. Plain and simple. And there's still some stuff that they need to do to get there next year all right Still do. we'll get to that we'll get to that what does it mean to you though and this is how window transition to this when you saw yeah. Kayshawn Bouti is returning to LSU and Brian Kelly's staff so let me ask you as a as a voter going yeah. into bowl season going into next season how big is that for you to weigh in now you're right. They got look. They got to get some interior depth in the defensive line. There's other things that they got to do. Defensive backs. They got to get better there. But when you see a guy like that, let me ask you this, Memphis, in a two part question. Number one, okay. what is what does it tell you about what's going on in that locker room? And then number two, what does that make you feel as if okay, well, shit, LSU might start to close the gap more than what we saw in 2020 and 2021. If Kayshawn Booty wants to come back, well, he announced he, he announced he is. He announced he is. But if the, what that means is, if, if somebody like that wants to come back, mm, mm, mm. because think about all the, the 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 players at that that high profile that wants that don't want to come back, you know. But if he wants to come back, that means that that locker room is pretty solid. You're not going to come back to a locker room where there's a lot of dysfunction. You're not even going to go back to a program where you feel you can't grow anymore. So he's going back to LSU because he feels he can grow, number one. 
And number two, he wants to be there. And if Kayshawn Booty, if somebody that high profile wants to be there, there's a lot of other that that speaks volumes for a lot of other people, including folks that are entering the transfer portal right now. Like what? It means that I can succeed here. Regardless of the noise, he understands he's he understands Brian Kelly enough to know that he can grow in this program. He can grow at LSU. And if he can do it, he's going to challenge everybody he practices against. Bingo. All the other receivers. And he's going to, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships. His He's going to work harder next year. I think they got a taste this year of what, what it could be, you know, because they had to sit through the noise and, you know, when you're 19, 18, 19, 20, you don't know what to believe. You know, people are talking out the side of their t- their their heads. You know, some people are like, oh, Kelly can't recruit. Oh, Kelly couldn't do it at LSU. I mean, uh, at Notre Dame. Why do you think he can do it at LSU? And, you know, people read. People listen to, you know, talking heads. People right. listen to my colleagues. But then there's, like, the reality. You know, there's the reality of Kelly only has a couple of seasons that he's lost more than eight games. You know, Kelly's always been on the the cusp of doing it, except he's had Cincinnati talent. He's had Notre Dame talent, but now he has LSU talent. You know, I mean, there's that there there are levels to this and he's climbing. The the reason why he's at LSU is he knows that there are levels to this. He sees the talent. He's like, okay, what can I do with this talent? You know, I can get to New Year's six games. You know, I can get to. To, to Cotton Bowls and Rose Bowls and everything else with Cincinnati and, and and Notre Dame. But can I win a national championship with LSU? That's why he's there. He's not there for any other reason. So I think he's serious. Kayshawn obviously thinks he's serious if he's announced that. I think that that when you see major players come back that have, you know, Kayshawn can get in a transfer portal end up at Alabama. I'm not sure Alabama has Kayshawn would start at Alabama. Oh no, oh no doubt. No doubt. And, and, and Memphis, they flirted, Alabama. they flirted with him all offseason. And if it wouldn't have been for NIL, he probably would have been there. And probably yeah. you know what you know, uh, Bryce probably would have had more success. He might have been in over Ohio State versus, you know, them sitting on the outside looking in. You know, Memphis, when, it's 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 interesting you say that because when you you say that, you know, when you see all these kids, you know what, a uh, thousand kids have entered the portal in two days officially. And, and, and so when you when you see that and some kids won't land anywhere and you see probably at worst a second round pick in the draft, which after what he did to Georgia, which I'm going to get to you about LSU and Georgia in just a minute, he wasn't playing around with Georgia. And I will tell you, if I'm Ryan Day, I'm watching that film and saying, Shit. You, right? Like, you. so let me ask you this question. Now to transition to Georgia LSU. When you saw, like, Kayshawn Booty returning, and look, a 20-point loss is, oh, LSU got blown out. They got, you know, they put it, you let somebody put up 50. Memphis, the game's a little bit closer than what, because if you don't have the block field goal, if you don't throw an interception when you're down 20 and you're only down 13 and you get a three and out, gaps might not be as far as some people think. But let me ask you this. You're a very I mean, smart man. Does Ryan Day lick his chops when, when he sees that with a guy like Marvin Harrison on his team? 
course he does. You damn I mean, skippy yeah, he does. Damn skippy he does. Of course he does. Uh, and I mean, you know, that I was on your show last week and you know, I told you like if if Georgia gets one of those crazy turnovers at, in the first half, that's that's the margin that you can't overcome. Uh, something bounce uh, a pass bouncing off of somebody's helmet into you know, you, you can't They've been getting those all season. And one day they're not – I'm hoping maybe – the one time where they were, you know, they didn't get anything, nothing dumb happened, was 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 Missouri, really. And that game was very close. But in all of these games, I'm looking at, like, how is – you know, why wouldn't anybody – you play to the whistle. Why wouldn't anybody, you know – what? I don't understand some of the things that happened in some of these – Georgia uh, Georgia games where you know well Memphis you if you go and look at it Georgia's entire team go watch go watch, I would rewatch the play today the entire Georgia team ran to the sideline besides number 29 or whoever it is the only reason that he, they scored was him and Jalen Carter was walking off the field and Kirby Smart was chewing his ass for walking off the field he turns around and lights an LSU guy up so, I mean, <laughs> both teams were running to the sideline. Yeah. One yeah. guy, it took one guy to be like, you know what? I'm just going to pick it. I'm going to pick this bitch up. I'm going to see, you know, they ain't blow the whistle yet. You know, no whistle. So <laughs> I, it was, but, but here's my thing, Memphis. And I want to break that yeah. game down with you. It's of my belief. I said this Saturday night. I said this Sunday. I said this yesterday. I think LSU exposed Georgia to levels that I don't think that a, a LSU team that doesn't have the depth can beat them. But I think Ohio State can because the truth is if you just throw it all around, they got the dudes. They got the dudes to do it. And I think that their defense holistically is a little bit better than LSU's. Memphis, yeah. I go into that game and I ask myself, hey, now. Listen, there's there's a couple of and, – and, you know, let's let's be honest, Alabama could beat them. You know, there's, Alabama there's of, could beat them. Bryce could beat Alabama them. Alabama could beat them. Right. Alabama could beat them. Ohio State can beat them. They're not like some unbeatable team. They're not I mean, last year's defense. They're not last year's defense, correct? No. No, 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 right. no, no, no. I mean, Will Anderson's still a monster. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, I, I still voted for him in the Bronco Nagurski Award. But what she won today, correct? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not, you know, that's their defense. Last year was something I had never seen on paper before. Like, I, I was like, this is one of the best college defenses that I've seen ever. This defense is great. It's not last year's defense. It's, it's not. There, there are some holes there. There are some issues, especially on the edges, that I'm just like, man, if this has been exposed. And, you know, when, you, when you're talking about elite receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr., Kayshawn Booty, you know, I mean – those dudes are the types of dudes that last year they could line up with anybody. This year they can't do it. They can't do it. Yeah, and it's Memphis Malik Neighbors went off on Ke on Keely mm -hmm. Ringo, mm -hmm. brother. Here here's the God's honest truth. I said this about Florida State when LSU played them in Week One. I don't care that they played Dookie Kane. They rushed for 400 yards and LSU got beat. Georgia yeah. gave up 500. Yards in the air, Memphis, a half a thousand. They, I know. they can. That is a problem. 
that uh, it's a massive especially problem. Especially when you're seeing. Well, here's the thing. Like, has Georgia outside? And I mean, you know, now it's now it's comical uh, because Hendon Hooker is not on the not, not a finalist, but they haven't really seen a dynamic offense like LSU, and there are better offenses right now than LSU's. And that's the, those are the things that you have to think about. I mean, yeah, they play Kentucky. Is Kentucky's offense really dynamic? No. They play <laughs> they play Tennessee. Is there? Uh, Tennessee's offense is great. Their defense ain't that great. Um, there's a lot of things. They, they haven't really played a complete team like a Michigan or a, a Ohio State, Alabama even. Alabama, Alabama has holes. Nobody's unbeatable this year. It's very it's, – it, there's a lot of – last year, you know, I was like, okay, this is pretty easy. It's Georgia. This year I'm like, it's Georgia, but – but they are beatable. There are ways to beat Georgia. And it, I don't know if Ryan Day – I got to – Ryan Day's game plan for the Michigan game was so bad that I'm just like, I don't mm, – I don't know – I know on paper Ohio State looks great. Could they beat Georgia? Absolutely. They have all the personnel to do it. I'm wondering if Ryan Day comes up with the right plan to actually do that, though. Well, here's here's the thing, though, Memphis. LSU hit the passes that Tennessee couldn't to Jalen Hyatt. That's true. That's true. Okay. That's true. Here would be my ultimate question. Yeah. What if they did? You see what if, I'm saying? Like, what if, if what if they did? Passes, they're they in trouble. Won the game. They're in big trouble. And here's and here's the here's where I look at Ohio State. I want to get to TCU and Memphis. Uh, TCU and Memphis. TCU and Michigan with you. Yeah. Here's the thing for me that separates Ohio State from Georgia. Their offensive line. I get it. Ohio State has had times where they've been bad, but they can run the football more efficiently than LSU can. Yeah, they can. So they can. if you're able to hit Marvin Harrison Jr. on that post route, like what LSU did with Malik uh, Malik uh, Neighbors, then Memphis, I promise you, I'm not, I know I'm not crazy. They the can win. Post route is open though because they can run the ball. That's the that's the, that's the why difference. Linebacker is coming up to the to the line. They can run the ball. That's why the post is open. And I, that's like I said, if. And we know this, and I'm just like, you know, and I was looking at the game plan for Michigan with Ryan Day, and I was like, this was terrible. Like, what do they do? They're not even – they're not even – Michigan's beatable. We saw that with Illinois the other the other week, and I'm just like, did you not even watch that game? I, sometimes I, look, I, I sit there and I'm just like, I don't – I know these guys are getting paid a lot, and I get it as stressful and everything else, but there are there, – there's blueprints basically on everybody's team. You know, and at the end of the year, everybody knows what the strengths and weaknesses are. Right. Ohio State has all the pieces to be able to beat Georgia. The only question is going to be whether or not there Ryan Day actually puts it a place, a, a plan in place to actually use those pieces to take away the speed of the Georgia linebackers. Because all you have to do is beat the Georgia linebackers, and you beat Georgia. I, I agree. I, all you have to do is be if you can if you can neutralize if Will Anderson doesn't know what he's doing pre-snap, you've probably got five yards. If if he and his his comrades know what's 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 going on, 
you might have negative two. And that those are the games that you have to play, but he has to figure out how to neutralize those linebackers. You can do it with the rushing game and then go over the top with those post routes. Like you were saying, I mean, there are, there are a lot of ways and they have all the pieces to do it, but they still have to do it because that game plan is the same game plan you could have beat Michigan with, and they didn't do it. So I just, I don't, I'm like, Georgia might actually skate around because Ryan Day is just, I don't know what he's doing in terms of game planning. Um, But I've, I've, I watched that game and I was like, and I went back and watched it. I was like, why on earth wouldn't you use Marvin Harrison Jr. a little bit more coming over the middle than how you're trying to use him on an island out there? And, and, And you don't, I mean, given, you, you basically they were doing Michigan's job defensively for them. I was like, lose those guys. You know, Michigan's corners aren't as fast as Marvin Harrison. No, Drag they're not. Right. And and lose some guys in coverage, and then make them tackle that man. They didn't do any of that stuff. I, I just I. I don't know, man. I, sometimes, like I said, I get I get frustrated with watching some games, and, and it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of wild. Where does LSU separate themselves? How can they close the gap? Where do you think they're bi- when you see them go up against the absolute best? Where can they close the gap? Because I don't think they're that far. They're not that far. So LSU has a lot of young guys, right? They do, and they have a lot of talented guys. Three um, freshman All American, by the way. Kelly said, and Kelly said this a couple of times during the season. We got out coached. And I wholeheartedly believe that that was true because there are some, there are some things I'm just like, okay, there are mistakes that you see on the field, not because the guys aren't talented. They're just not doing either <laughs> small what stuff. Doing. Well, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you have to do those things well in order not to make these big mistakes, these game changing mistakes. And those are the things it's those fundamental things that I'm just like, all right, you know, this this needs to – if they can close these things. And then, again, you're probably – you may have a, a very good offensive line next year. But they have to know what they're doing on every down. Because <laughs> there's some, there some confusion. I see some confusion on the line. I'm like, you know, you can't. You can't you can't let that guy run free up the B gap. That's not <laughs> they blame they blame Jane Daniels on somebody missing an assignment on the O line. People that right. fans that aren't smart enough to realize that they missed an assignment are gonna blame Jane Daniels more than that. And, and and to Garrett Nussmeyer's credit, this the same thing happened with him. So I yeah. don't you know, I, I mean it, it either replace the quarterback, I mean it doesn't matter, but they're they're missing on the small assignments. Memphis, they didn't rotate defensive line. I think the defensive line has to get better. You miss Mason Mason Smith, the, probably one of the best defensive tackles in the country. That brutalizes you up front. But LSU yeah, secondary, you know, yeah. uh, look, Memphis. I said that. So look, <laughs> me and, <laughs> me and USC got me and USC. I'll just call it USC as a whole. Got in a dispute today. I, I said my key to victory was st- you got to make Stetson Bennett be- beat you. And all he did was, to me, he said, hey, Blake. And he dropped the mic on me because he beat me through the air. LSU's got to step – to get to that, they got that's where they have to – their biggest weaknesses, defensive line depth and, and DBs, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and a lot of it isn't the, 
a lot of it's mistakes. Boneheaded mistakes. You know, but it's, 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 they're mistakes, and you're just like, why are they making these types of mistakes at the end of the season? You make those mistakes against Florida State game one, that's one thing. You make those mistakes game nine, ten. There's, there's really game why thirteen. Game thirteen. You know, you know I mean, right. right. You can't. Those, those mistakes can't be. There has to be a level of discipline, and Kelly's going to bring that. But there has to be a level, of, and it's either discipline or coaching. It's one or the other. That they remember what to do in those moments, you know, and not what was Mr. Go Thirty say? Piss down their leg. They have to know, <laughs> you know, they, they can't, they can't, they they have to know what to do in those moments oh, and not do that, right? You know, they can't uh, just have a brain fart, you know, out there and 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 forget, you know, to to you know block in, kick out. That doesn't, you know, you get those are those are little things that you you have to know how to do. All right. And by the way, I heard your segment coming up. I do not have a Heisman vote. Okay. I do have a okay. Maxwell vote. I well, do have a Maxwell vote. Well, so me and me and Lindell White, my buddy, I love him. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. But they're mad at me because I said that you can't write F Utah on your fingernails and then get beaten in the, in, in the big Pac-12 championship game and think I'm going to vote for you for Heisman. Memphis, let me ask you a, a serious question. I'm being serious now. I joke on here a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not joking here. Okay. The award of Heisman says that you have to have a level of integrity when you, when you win the Heisman. A lot of people said the same thing about Cam Newton. They said the same thing about Johnny Manziel. They've said a lot of the same things about a lot of people. I I mean, they said the same thing about Steve Spurrier because I went all the way back and Googled today that Steve Spurrier apparently was smoking too many cigarettes with Barnes behind the football stadium. My point being is you can't write F Utah on your, uh, 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 on your nails and you, and your people calling me soft. But the bottom line is you can't beat Utah. Don't spare me that you think, oh, well, Blake's being soft. Because the truth is, Caleb, karma. Yeah. I got a girlfriend. Her name's Karma. Call her. No, you're, you're, you can't. There, there are some things. And listen, I'll say this. The voting, the, the voters are changing. The voters are changing, but there's a lot of politics. You know, I, I vote on nine of these. Uh, Very quickly, can you can you name the stuff that you vote on, just so our listeners can know, if you don't mind? The Allen, the Allen Trophy, the Broyles Award, which we just gave away. Did you uh, vote? Did you vote for uh, Lincoln's brother? <laughs> or is that too much to <laughs> ask? Okay, keep going. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Or, uh, the Maxwell. What did I? What did I say? Um, Outland Broyles Maxwell. Outland, Maxwell. Uh, the Remington. The uh, Butkus. Basically, all of the defensive ones plus the two coaching ones, and uh, the uh, punter and a kicker. So all defensive ones. All. Six defensive ones, the punter, the kicker, seven, eight, and then the two coaches, the assistant coach and coach of the year, Eddie Robinson. Was was I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a dumbass here, but was uh Moore Jr. was was Jim Moore Jr. snubbed, do you think? 
Was Brian I mean, Ke- was Brian Kelly or Josh Heupel snubbed? You taking Brian this Kelly long tells me yes. I, 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 so, <laughs> in my mind, Brian Kelly wasn't snubbed because Brian Kelly's just doing what Brian Kelly does. I don't think I don't think Brian Kelly outdid himself this year. I think that the level of expectation that everybody set for Brian That's a Kelly really was good point. way too low. And I was just like, I don't, you know, I was like, this guy never. So you just weren't shocked that they won the West is what you're trying to tell me is what I'm hearing you say. You're not shocked. I I thought that that was a possibility before the season started. I know everybody else didn't. I was like, what do you you think Brian Kelly's here for? (laughs) He's not here for the flooded game. I I expect Brian Kelly to win at least eight games to 10 games a year because that's what Brian Kelly does. If he's going to win the West and beat Alabama. Now, I didn't know if he's going to beat Alabama. I didn't know he was going to win the West, but I knew it was a possibility. You know, if you're, if you're winning that many games in the SEC, of course you're going to be in the conversation on whether or not you win in the West, but you have to beat Alabama to do that. Year one beating Alabama, that's something I didn't know he was going to do. You know, but finishing second was definitely, you know, who is, who's going to beat him? Texas, a- Texas A&M ended up beating LSU. That was something I didn't think would happen. He did beat you know, Alabama, that was something I didn't think happened. So those 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 wins and losses kind of flip-flop. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of mm-hmm. close to where I thought he was going to be. Um, but, yeah, I vote on – I vote on pretty much – I vote on pre- – the only the only defensive one that I don't vote on is the, the defensive backs. The but Thorpe. I do vote on You're the talking Maxwell. about the Thorpe Award. Yeah, the, the Jim Thorpe. Mm-hmm. But I do vote on the Maxwell, which is basically the other Heisman. Mm-hmm. It's the best player in the – in the in college which makes no sense to me (laughs) but i I digress all right last one we'll get you out of here i've kept you way too long anyway um i've been vocal i'm not a tcu fan in reference to them being in the playoff because i i get what you have to do in the regular season matters but there there has to come memphis in my opinion a level of eye test meaning i get tennessee doesn't have hendon hooker but tell me another tell me Tell me TCU's beating South Carolina right now. Okay, that's the level of the SEC that I don't think people understand right now. Like, meaning, you could, outside of Vandy, which even now, Clark Lee, even, it doesn't matter where you go week in and week out. When you hit the road, it's a problem. Truth be told, Kentucky took it to Georgia's ass up front. It was a bloodbath. Yeah. So, so my, my point is, I don't think that the fan, the fans keep saying who deserves this, who deserves that. I sit to the point where, well, you're not, well, you're not the champion and a 12 team playoff, Kansas state's the number four seed, believe it or not, which is wild in and of itself. Memphis right now, if TCU and Alabama lined up, it's of my opinion, Bama might beat him by 14. If TCU, if TCU lined up with anybody in the field, they could beat them. That's what I was telling people. Like, if so Alabama you agree with that then? And that's the that's the thing about Alabama. Alabama can have bad games. Alabama can lose games. But Alabama might. Nick Saban got on there. He wasn't kidding. Alabama might be favored in the entire playoff if they were in it. Bet online, our sponsor. They did a hypothetical poll between uh, uh, spread between Alabama and the field. They were a one-point favorite against Michigan. It would beat everybody else. And I know betting odds don't win games, 
But at the right. end, of, at the end of the day, there's more people that are smarter than me deciding that to have money on the line. Absolutely, and 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 that's just, and I get that's why we play the game, right? I mean, because there are there are odds. There's like, hey, you have a sixty percent chance to win this game or a forty percent chance to win this game, but then craziness happens, right? Things that you can't predict, and that that throws everything off. But uh, Alabama could win this entire, and that's why I don't I don't believe in 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 the ex- expansion. I don't. I don't I either. Really, I don't either. But I mean, if but you're when shit me, like this happens, I do. If if there's any team that actually could have won a championship that hasn't been added, it would be Alabama this year. I, I mean, that team could actually win a national championship in a playoff setting. They could do it. If Hendon Hooker was healthy, Tennessee might be able to pull it off. But they beat that, Michigan. That, a healthy Hendon Hooker beats Michigan. That defense, that that defense that Tennessee has keeps God, everybody so else bad. in the game. Though, mm. uh, though that secondary gets gets that secondary gets torched. They do. And, uh, they do. I, I don't. I can't. It's hard for me to get behind a team that I know is not at least average at certain, you know, at certain levels. And that, that secondary for, for Tennessee all year, they've been a little bit below average. And I think that's their Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Everything else, they're solid up front. You know, they, they protect, I'll say this, I'll say this. And the people started getting mad at me at this. If LSU's line blocked, like Tennessee's line block for Hooker, they may be in the actual playoffs. That offensive line, hardly any mistakes all this year. Yeah, Caden May, Caden May is the most underrated center in the in the country. Anyway, exactly. all right, I lied. Last one, I promise. Rick says hashtag Ask Memphis. I asked you what LSU's record would be. With TCU's schedule, and you said one loss, I agree. Now, let me let me flip that. What would TCU's record be if they had LSU's schedule? They're eight, they're nine and three. Brother, they're nine and three. Eight and four, maybe. Eight and four, I mean, maybe. I, yeah, probably eight. And, I mean, you have to. They TCU's don't beat Georgia. Good. They don't beat Alabama. Okay. Look, I, Sonny, Gray is, Sonny Gray is a genius. I, I'll say that. But remember, this is the same team that Sonny Gray beat with SMU the prior two years. I, this, it's not like they're that much better than they were the past two years when SMU beat TCU. It, they changed coaches. Sonny <laughs> knows those guys better than anybody else, and he was able to take the same guys that he was beating, go coach them up, and beat his not only his team but everybody else in the Big 12. Uh, but they still lost to, to, to Tulane. How do you so. lose? How do you, well? How do you lose to Kansas State? And not move. That 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 that's my thing, right? Like, how how because because then because then Memphis, well, well Blake, Ohio State didn't even play. Well, well, Ohio State didn't is not a Big Ten champion, and neither is TCU as a Big Twelve champion. Memphis, I mean, I mean Kansas State they, lost to Tulane. Brother, I'm 37 miles from Tulane. They, all right. Let me say this. There was a scenario, Blake. There was a scenario where I was going through my head, and I was just like, 
oh, wouldn't it be great if everybody in the playoff lost their conference championship? And because I wanted to see if they'd do it. It, it, was, it could have been a possibility that that would have happened. And if that would have, because, you know, they weren't putting in LSU. If LSU beat Georgia, Georgia's probably still in. If How crazy would it be if LSU was a two seed at, at, at 10 and three? And Kansas State would have been the four seed at 10 and three. Well, 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 under the, under the playoff expansion, the rules Mm -hmm. dictate that the conference champion dictates seating. You would have, get this, you would have Georgia, number five, playing number 12, Tulane. They... Tulane would Tulane. get smoked. Listen, uh, yes. And that do we want to watch that? No. Actually, can I be honest? Can I be honest? Like, why do we want to – why are we expanding the playoffs to games that we don't really want to see? I, I do I want to see – I do want to see Tulane play Georgia. I'm tired of those people in New Orleans talking that shit. I want to watch – yes, I do. This year, I you do. Wanna, what, what, you want to see them get the kick clapped, don't you? I, I'm talking about double cheeked up on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> All right, I'll get you out of here. I don't want to oh. get you in trouble, but it's true. Memphis, they beat them by sixty. If, if they didn't let the, if they didn't let, I'm puns intended. If they didn't call the dogs off, they beat them by sixty. I'm not going to argue with that. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter would not leave New Orleans because he would have multiple homicides. Manslaughter. They put him in Angola for murder. Uh, Georgia would Georgia Georgia would beat down Tulane. They kill him. Pretty easy. Pretty simple. It's not the math, the math, the math ain't mathing on that one. No, it's but, not. You know, but, but 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 we decided we wanted to expand this playoff, so you're gonna get to see these games. And you'll get to see what everybody else already knows that there are a couple of conferences. And I've said this for the last, I mean, I could see financially this was true 10 years ago, but the big 10 and the sec are really the only power conferences. And I've told people that, but they, I know people are just now seeing that, but like my circle and the boosters and the ADs and whatnot, that's why, that's why people are leaving. That's not, I mean, we're not making this up. I don't, I don't know how to tell people this. I don't know how to, like, look, this is the truth. The reason why USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten and Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC, those are the best conferences. There's not, nobody's making million-dollar moves for nothing. You know, they're yeah, not. I mean, L- like Memphis, LSU won 66 mil, or not won, but I guess you can say they won it. They were awarded. I, we got the profit and loss from LSU in 2019. They made $66 million from making the uh, – um, the college football playoff, and not only that, winning it. So Memphis. So when people say, "Oh my God, we got to pay seventeen million to to pay out Ed Orsron," in the words of my grandmother, "Child, please," or Chad or Chad Ochocinco, "Child, please." Chump change. Chump change. Chump change. Chump change. All right, you got a beautiful family. I've kept you too long. Later, buddy. Thank you. Take care, man. All right, that's Memphis Spence. To catch him out, tune in radio. My man, always killing it. All right, I went too long. Let me end the show like this. 
Pow, uh, Powder Puffino says, Blake looking kind of thick tonight. Hey, crying. I know that it's you. Tell your mama to come get her pads from my house. Any whom, any whom, let me end it with this. Guys, you got to fire Dennis Allen. Got to fire Dennis Allen. I'm not going to watch the Saints when they pulled some bullshit like that anymore. Not doing it. I refuse to do it. Till tomorrow, we'll see you soon. Have a good night. Peace out. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, Zach. Hold on, Zach. I'm going to write something on the forum about what we kind of discussed tonight. I'm not. I'm tired of getting popped with it on, on in the DMs. Haven't subscribed yet? Go to the forum aysnetwork.com. I'll do a write up as soon as we leave here. Even though my wife will get mad, go subscribe. I'll I'll, I'll write something up. All right. Until then, peace out, Girl Scouts. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to make Mom's Day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.